Hey, pop punk enthusiasts, welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you're new here, this podcast is designed to empower women in the scene and support small artists in pop punk. With that in mind, what better day to be releasing a brand new episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast than on International Women's Day? I have dedicated so much of this brand to empowering women in the scene and making sure that women are known and validated and seen for the incredible talent that they have. I built this brand because I realized as a music consumer that there is really not a lot of women representation, especially in pop punk. And that is my main genre that I indulge myself in. And I just love to see badass women ruling the industry. Now, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but you really didn't see very many women up until now that were extraordinarily popular in pop punk. You pretty much just had Haley Williams of Paramore and Avril Lavigne, and those were like your two picks that you got to choose for women empowerment in pop punk specifically. My goal with this podcast was to bring other incredible women to light and show people that women do have what it takes to be rock stars. They are phenomenally talented and deserve a space at the table. In recent years, we've seen women like Bonnie Fraser from Sand Atlantic or Hannah Mee from Hot Milk climbing the charts with their bands as women leads, and it is so exciting to see this type of change in the scene. We've also seen Charlotte Sands climbing the charts. She has made such a name for herself. She is currently on tour in Europe and she is just having the time of her life. She is known for her iconic blue hair, her fun personality, her deep and dark lyrics. She is an icon to be watching for. Another incredibly notable woman in the scene that has just been wreaking havoc is scene queen herself. She is so cool, so badass. She is not afraid to speak her mind and she is the biggest feminist that I know. She makes a name for herself by calling out situations in the scene and in culture in general that are very anti-women, very anti-LGBTQ, very anti-progressive. And she just swings the bat, doesn't care who she hits, and she is so iconic for it. She is going to make loads of change in this world. I just know it. And finally, I've brought to you women in the scene that don't have a lot of spotlight yet, and I'm so excited to share them with you every single week. We've got Peyton Marie from Nashville. We've got Dawn from Nashville. We've got Callie Rohde from L.A., Noelle Sucks from LA, Bronnie all the way from the UK, Anka of Blame Evolution all the way from Germany, Hannah Duckworth from Seattle, Vesper from Nashville, and so many more incredible women in music to come. I have done a couple other interviews that I just cannot wait to release to you guys, including the one today. And you guys are just going to get so much women empowerment from these people. They are so iconic, so brilliant. And I am just so incredibly glad to be doing what I'm doing. So on this International Women's Day, let's honor all of the women in music, all of the strong women around the world who are fighting for their place at the table, who are fighting for their rights, who are fighting for equality, who are fighting to finally take back the power that has been taken away for generations. 
I am so honored to have a platform that empowers women and supports them the best way that I can. So on this International Women's Day, please hug your fellow women that you love and you care about. Support them by donating to causes that guarantee our rights to us. Sign petitions for equality. Go to marches. Make your voice heard because it is quite literally life or death. Make sure to share this episode with a woman in your life that you love because it shows your support and it shows that you care. If we all come together, we can make a difference when it comes to women's rights and women empowerment in the world. Each and every woman artist that I support through the podcast is so deserving, so incredibly brilliant, so talented, and so deserving of their voice being heard. So make sure you go ahead, comment on any of their social media posts today, share their music, and let them know that you are there to support them. Pop Punk Promo empowers women, supports women, and loves women. Let's make history. I could talk about supporting women and International Women's Day forever, but we do have to move along with the podcast. So with that being said, I do have some very exciting news for you guys. Remember a couple weeks ago when I said I was in the works of getting some merch out to you? Well, it is finally here. I have finally set up the Pop Punk Promo store and I've got a few items of merch available for you guys. I'm hoping to launch it this Friday and I cannot wait, you guys. This merch is so good and so woman empowering. It is pink. It is glittery. It is exactly what you'd expect from Pop Punk Promo and I cannot wait till it's in your hands. I will have three items available for purchase on this very first launch. There will be more to come in the near future, but for now, there will be three items for this initial launch. I will have two t-shirts and a set of stickers to choose from. Now, the t-shirts are very exciting. One, you can only order it the way it is. It'll come in either black or pink, and whichever color you choose, it'll get the opposite color lettering on it. And then my other shirt is a little bit customizable. I am so excited to share this one with you guys. It'll have the Pop Punk promo bubble letter logo on the front. And it also says supporting small artists. And then on the back, you can choose a predetermined phrase that I made for you guys. And you can customize it that way if you would like. I just can't wait, you guys. I made the first sample last night and it looks so good. It is even better than I ever could have imagined, and I can't wait until you guys can take those home with you. I will be sending out the link for the Pop Punk Promo store on Friday. I will be putting it on my social media. It'll be linked through my website, poppunkpromo.com, and you guys can shop as soon as it is up. I am so deeply proud of this merch. Every single piece will be handmade by me and my sister in-house and completely custom to you. We'll probably make a few of each piece in each size, but if you have a special sizing or something like that or the custom words on the back, each of those pieces will be made to order. So as soon as you place your order, we will get started making your brand new t-shirt. Follow me on social media at Pop Punk Promo to keep up with all updates regarding merchandise, the podcast, or anything in between. All right, Pop Punk enthusiasts, it is time to get started with our featured artist segment. It is only fitting that on International Women's Day, 
this week's featured artist is another incredible woman in the scene. This person is one of the kindest, most fun, most badass people that I have gotten to interview thus far. They are so cool. They've got iconic blue and green hair. Sounds kind of like someone we used to know. (laughs) My hair is not blue and green anymore, but it used to be. And we were twinsies when we did this little interview. I don't want to give too much away and we will let her speak for herself in the interview. So without further ado, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce you guys to Leah. Okay, everyone, we are here with Leah today. I'm so excited that she's finally here on the podcast. How are you doing, Leah? Do you want to introduce yourself to us? Let us know where you're from, all of that good stuff. Yes. Hello. My name is Leah. LOL, it's Leah, also known as. Um, (laughs) I am based out of Los Angeles, California at the moment, um, but not for much longer. But that's uh, some exciting news to share at a later time. (laughs) And yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here. And yeah, I've just I've been listening to your music a lot lately and I've been seeing you on Instagram and you're just such a cool person to have in the scene. So I'm very excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm so honored. I think it was kind of funny how we found each other because I think I saw you sharing like a bunch of artists that I love and I look up to yeah. and mutuals with. And I was like, yes, supporting other women in the scene. Yes, that is the goal. That is the dream. And I'm just so glad to get people like you on here and talking with you and just sharing your story. It's just what I'm here for. So thank you. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's get started then. Um, how long have you been making your own music and like kind of what inspired you to start doing that? Honestly, I've been doing it ever since I could write, I guess, like poetry. Um, I was writing my own stuff when I was like in fifth grade with my friends. And then, um, yeah, I guess in high school, I started taking it a little bit more seriously, kind of joined a band, got to do some gigs around my hometown and Mm -hmm. went to school for music. So it was just kind of the path that I was naturally, you know, I feel like born to be on. And, you know, now we're here. Nice. Oh, that's so exciting. I love that. And I feel like I I was the same way too. I I really loved music, but I was like, I can't sing. I don't know what to do. So now I'm here interviewing people like you because yes, it's just what I love to do. It's fun. That. I love that. Exactly. Because yeah. it's like as much as it's like it's cool, yes, to make the music. It's also cool to interview people who are doing it too, because like you need the exposure. It's so fun. So. Yeah. You're just Yay. as much in it as I am. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so excited to be here with you. All right. Um, For someone who hasn't ever heard your music before, how would you like describe your personal brand and your personal like vibe around your stage presence? Yeah, I think it's it, that's taken a long time, I feel like, to discover. And I know a lot of artists go through that uh, self-discovery and that journey. And I feel like I'm pretty much at where I want to be now with it, nice. which is great. So I used to call it extroverted noise. I kind of dropped that tagline, but I think it's still, I don't even know if it's a word. I guess extroverted, but yeah. (laughs) But uh, I think that still like resonates well with what I'm creating because I like it to be upbeat and energetic and fierce and feisty and include like pop and rock and pop punk and, um, you know, even some elements of hip hop. So it's just like all that, that little you know, alternative modern twist and obviously the blue and the green branding, um, I think have has stuck really well this past year and I don't plan on letting it go anytime soon. So nice. that would probably be how I would explain it. Oh, I love that. I was going to say, I love your hair so much too. Like literally I, that was like 
part of the reason I was like, I know who this person is because your hair is like so unique from other people. I love it so much. It is so thank good, you. So. I know it's like when I'm building myself now as like a smaller all artist, like I, I can't change my hair. This is like I can walk in a room now with people <laughs> that I've only met once or twice and they'll know who I am because I, of this. And so I'm very grateful for that. But that's I, so cool. Trying to get creative with like different ways to change it up with the same colors. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think that you would like change the colors based on like album airs and stuff? I know people do that, but I think I have a good thing going right now. Yeah. So not yet, but maybe right. in the future. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I love what you do and it's so cool. I love blue and green together. I literally you can't really tell because it's so faded. Yes, my hair is blue and green also. It. Yeah. Um, it's gonna change like literally today after this interview. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna it so i won't tell you what it is you'll have to see it for yourself but okay sounds good <laughs> i'm excited the blue and green is such a vibe i've been vibing with it like all winter so it's great oh, i yeah. love that song hell yeah all righty next question are you currently signed to a label if yes which one and do you like it i am independent so i Ooh. am not currently signed um i do hope that that changes in the future i know people have uh differing opinions on labels but i yeah. think I've noticed, at least with alternative music, um, it seems to be a little bit more, I guess, flexible and just like on the artist side and smaller. Um, but that's just from my own experience. And yeah, hopefully, you know, something will change in the future. But that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Do you like being an independent artist? I, I do. Um, I like having I think there's like two sides to it. I love having control over everything that I'm doing. I don't think if I was signed that I would lose that. I don't think I would take a deal that would have me lose that. Um, but I also think like, yeah, what I'm doing is is going well for me. So it's working. And hopefully if I do work with someone in the future, they'll see that and recognize that. But yeah, it's cool being independent. I get to make my own decisions, build my team myself. Um, the, the downside about that is it does get a little bit lonely and it gets really financially difficult. So yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm looking to have like someone financially support some of the creative decisions that I make and also like help me you know, push further out there into the scene and make help me make more decisions. And I don't have that just yet. And so, yeah, as I'm building, you know, it, it's it'll be good. But there's pros and cons to being independent. But I definitely think probably more pros than cons. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what I've gotten the vibe from from other people I've interviewed who are independent. It seems that they just enjoy the flexibility of being able to kind of do what you want on your own terms and your own time. And Honestly, I admire that a lot. It puts a lot of power into your own hands, which is mm -hmm. is very nice. So, yeah. and then like speaking of that, I guess so. Uh, as you know, a lot of my podcast is empowering women in the scene. So I'm I'm wondering how is being a woman or a woman presenting person um, affected your success in mu the music industry, and have you felt any like difficulties with that that aspect? I feel like it's changed a bit over time. I, most of the time when someone asks me this question, I feel very fortunate to not have to have run into a lot of situations where it was difficult. Um, I, I, maybe I'm like naive a little bit to like recognizing this type of stuff because I do feel like if I'm looking at like my male counterparts or whatever, I, I do think that I'm getting some similar opportunities as them and I don't really compare it. Um, you know, I've always, I was able to, uh, intern and be the only female at a recording studio when I was in college and stuff like that. So 
I still like fought for those opportunities, might have had to fight harder, but I don't think I really recognized it. But I think it's important yeah. to recognize it. Um, and then, yeah, recently, I guess as like things are changing a bit and getting bigger and whatnot, I have experienced some really lousy situations, but um, nothing like that would ever stop me. It's kind of more like a F them. I'm going to yeah. <laughs> stand up and be the better person and keep pushing forward because that's not going to derail my success. Absolutely. Yeah. And I absolutely admire that kind of outlook as well. It's just it's so unfortunate that we have to like fight for our place in the room, though. And like even like you said, being the only woman as like an intern at a label like that even says something you know it's like you're you're making moves you're moving mountains doing that kind of stuff so like that's just really so. admirable you know yeah <laughs> yeah Thanks. yeah exactly yeah and I I guess I just really in the next like you know decade I just want to see more women out there doing more roles in the music industry whether it's like production whether it's just being like the lead of a band making your own music whether it's you know anything in the scene I would love to see that and that's just so cool so yeah retweet and, absolutely yeah and I I love that you just don't feel that you've had that bad experience yet and I hope that you never do that's something that you know I hope that we change as a collective so yes awesome I love that um all right we're gonna talk about TikTok now so do Ooh. you have a TikTok do you love TikTok have you found a lot of success through the app at all uh, I have a TikTok. Um, I've had it since it switched over from Musical.ly. I did not have it at yeah, Musical.ly. Me too. I like my place. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I've studied it to like no end. Um, ever since it came out, I've been engulfed in the trends, obsessed with it. Like my my career outside of music revolves around social media, and mm -hmm. so much so that I just I can't even imagine pivoting to a different career if it wasn't obviously music. But I can't imagine not doing social media just because I've been so attached to the growth of it and how it's like evolved over time. So I don't know. I do love it. I love it now still. I know a lot of artists have their issues with it and they have yeah. um troublemaking content i am not the type of person and i'm just gonna be straight up like to open my phone and be like i have this great tiktok idea i'm gonna film <laughs> it right now oh my god there it went viral like i wish i had that energy i don't always feel like going in front of a camera even though most of the time i will but like i just <laughs> just not i don't want to you know fabricate any stories and it's if that's not the way i'm meant to blow up is like go viral on tiktok then that's just not my it's not going to happen that way. I don't really, I think now too, I'm noticing this thing with artists and this isn't something I was able to say like months ago and like in similar interviews that asked me about TikTok is like now people are trying so hard. It is becoming a meme and kind of a joke and not that we should be making fun of other artists for trying, but it's losing its, you know, authenticity of yeah. like, like if you're trying so hard to and everyone was for a while but now it's just like it's overdone so i'm just gonna post like the stuff that i want and i don't know hope that it works but yeah hey if someone ever wants to help me out and like says hey this is a great idea do it it's gonna go viral i'll try it <laughs> but not yeah it it, like me <laughs> it's just it's hard to to predict the algorithm to know what's going to blow up and or what's what's not you know because like i i hear all the time people are just so 
frustrated because they'll put so much time into something and it doesn't blow up but then they'll they'll be like oh let's just film this five second video and that blows up for some reason so like I definitely understand why it's discouraging absolutely like I feel the same way too but like it's really awesome that you said you have social media as like your background and like your job too because like so much of promoting yourself nowadays is literally just through social media and learning how to tug those those um strings you know so that's super exciting yeah exactly and I just love being creative online like I make my reels and tiktoks and posts because like I just I love how it looks and I just like doing that so it does take a really long time but I don't ever post something expecting it's so good that it's gonna blow up I'm like no I have some followers that will watch it and be like hey Leah this is a great video congrats and then that's enough for me Yeah, exactly. I I am in the same boat with you too. I'm like, if even at least a few people who genuinely love what I'm doing, see it, it's worth it to me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I just love doing things because I like being creative. And I like that you have that same perspective, you know, because I feel like so many people let it like take them down. And it's like, don't you're doing something that you love. And that shouldn't Mm -hmm. matter how many people see it, you know, so yeah, that's awesome. I love that perspective. All right. Um, Next question for you. What musicians inspire your personal music style and who are your favorite music artists that you take inspiration from? Ooh, okay. So I have like a a more like today up-to-date list and I have like a old like, you know, OG list. Okay, Um, let's hear it. Let's hear them both. (laughs) On the OG list, definitely Mayday Parade is a huge inspiration. That was like a band I found myself. I'm very influenced. Like I'm easily like inspired by you know people and music and things so made it parade was like something that i found on my own so that had like a little bit of pride to it um and then secondhand serenade as well i know people like to joke about like the fall for you song but like i uh this like man has created my love for music just with his whole discography and (laughs) i feel very close to it so um those are my like you know, my two core uh, artists that I would say that really have inspired me growing up nice. and wanting to make this type of music. But, um, you know, today, nowadays, there's like Charlotte Sands, who's on the top yes. of my list because I is awesome. Not like saying I'm modeling myself after her, but I think she is that type of role model as like a woman in the scene and she's doing everything right and doing it yeah. incredibly. And I'm like, yeah, every everyone who's trying to really succeed needs to like just look at what she's doing because she's a genius um she is, she is so great <laughs> so top nice. of my list and then I don't know just like I mean I'm, I'm mutuals with these bands but they really inspire me we got like Honey Revenge Magnolia mm-hmm. Park 408 just kind of making the same music that I'm trying to make do so it's it's really cool to just kind of see what they're doing and you know chat with them and just kind of ride it out together Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Lots of iconic people you mentioned. A lot of people that I love too. So that's awesome. And I love that you mentioned Mayday Parade because they were one of the first like big emo bands that I really loved as a teenager too. So that's awesome. I love And they're a little softer too. I think like, I don't know about you, but that kind of showed that I, I was more into like the not techno scene like a little bit into that but just like the softer stuff and not that Mayday Parade's music is soft but it does have that little bit of like it does lean a bit more pop when it comes to like pop punk. So right. And it's uh, to me, yeah. their music was always very sad too. And it was always my like moody music, you know, when I was in the mood to just be like, Yeah, it's like it's uh, like I'm just gonna oh. vibe here right now, you know? And like 
I definitely know yeah. what you mean. They're not as hard as like some of the other like punk bands for their time. So I, I definitely love them a lot. I love that inspiration. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. All right. Next question. What artist or band is your dream to go on tour with? Ooh. I feel like I feel like it would be very similar to the to what I said before in both categories, but I have this like weird, not like fantasy, and I feel like judged when I say this, but I I really I think it would be like the coolest thing ever to open for. I think I don't know if in a million years, like they're huge now, but open for Hollywood Undead. Oh my god. (laughs) Hollywood Undead or Buck Cherry, just because like those are other bands too that I like that are I don't know, that I just like like found myself and I was like oh my god this this slaps this rocks and <laughs> I noticed a lot of like I, I don't know I need to find more people that are like into Hollywood Undead like I am because everyone I talk to in the pop punk scene are just like that's a little weird but I'm like no, they, <laughs> they they are that modern like they are they did what we're trying to do now like with the modernizing exactly. pop punk and like hip-hop and adding like that sort of rap into it and stuff so I don't yeah. know I they are very unique like i never got like hard into them but every time i hear like one of their songs i'm like man this is just so different from everything i've heard in the scene you know it's like i completely understand and i appreciate that that's awesome that's how i feel so i don't know those have been on the top of my list but i mean i there are like so many people that i would absolutely love to open for and you know one day i hope it happens it will i i think so but i'm manifesting a a charlotte sands open that would be that would be awesome you guys would would just be like so cute together on like a tour poster with like your fun hair it would just it would be so perfect we have some (laughs) mutual friends so like whenever we're like we have done shows together when like like emo night shows together and it's like i always snap a photo with her and i'm like oh so good Because no. <laughs> you, you've got the you've got the blue to match her, and then you've got like green to complement it. It would just be it would be so perfect. I think that would be so well, great. <laughs> tell that. Okay. All right. All right. Everyone, spam Charlotte's DMs right now. Everyone, do it. <laughs> I'm manifesting it for you. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Um, tell us about your newest single, FTS. Sick of this. What was the inspiration for the song? And just tell us everything about it. Yeah. Um. I mean, the inspiration for the song was being like broke as hell after the pandemic and trying to make a music career. And like, I'm a very positive person. I have a lot of energy and it's very I'm usually very optimistic. So to get like something that negative where I I just like get sad and break down about like, you know, finances and being able to like pull off this career is like hard pill to swallow because yeah I don't know like maybe it's part of my my Leo energy but I don't want to like admit that you know I I feel that way just because I know that there's better Mm -hmm. things around the corner but after putting it out I'm like a lot of people were like wow this is relevant people don't talk about this as much thank you for putting out a song that you know encompasses how I feel so um that's been a really cool response to the song um I originally was going through a couple artists that were going to feature on it and it just did not work out. And I was bummed because I loved these artists and hopefully we'll get uh, on a collab (laughs) in the future. But then I put it out on Instagram and I was like, anyone want to feature on this song? I'm trying to put it out. I know I'm not in any rush, but I'm like, I had my own little mental timeline. Um, Not that there's anyone holding me back, but like I had Mm -hmm. it in my head that I wanted to get this done. And so um, a mutual friend of mine who is now a friend, Emo Rouge, um, mm-hmm. he 
just like DM me and was like, I can get a verse on this in a day. I was like, (laughs) I had a couple of people saying like, I want to try this out. And I sent them the song, but BMO turned it around so fast. And me and my producer were just like, yeah, this is really good. Why not? Why, why would we not run with this? So that's kind of how it all came together. And yeah, it's, it's Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I do love it a lot. I, yeah. Like I said, I've been listening to all your songs and this one is so fun. I love that. And I, I love that story behind the BMO Rouge feature too i love how it was just like i need someone come come here and then he's just like i got you like that's awesome yeah. i love that it's great <laughs> so and now we're friends and he's played it at he lives in new orleans i know i say it weird as by jersey but like uh he, he played <laughs> it at his emo night that he runs and yeah the the crowd really loves it he has a lot of fans in his 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 crowd in his town that um have taken really well to it so he you know him just promoting it like you know in his own little world and then me over here it's been really cool Fun. And I, I love that, too, that the Internet just like brings people together from different parts of the world or the country. It's just it's so cool that we can make music together without even being in the same room. I just mm-hmm. I love that. And yep. yeah, I I have never met a single person that I've interviewed like in person yet, which is crazy. So like I am I just love that I'm able to do this and that we're all able to collaborate like this. It's just the best. So yeah, awesome. Yay. All right. Next question for you. Um, what is one song that's written by another artist that you wish that you would have written yourself? Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, I feel like there's probably a lot of answers for this, but I'm like going straight off of like what plopped in my head right this second. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I can't stop thinking of like so the, I don't know if you, no one knows this band and I, it's going to become my personality like now because I can't stop referencing them. But do you know Select Start? Hmm. They're not, I don't not, think so. I don't I don't even think so. Know <laughs> what happened to them. I don't know where I found them, um, but they have a whole album called, or it's actually, I think it's just an EP and it's called, um, it's like, it's called Heart, but it's like the way that you would used to write it out with like the, uh, less than oh, sign in the three with like yeah like that yeah yeah okay <laughs> and perfect. I feel like I'm like not me pulling up this album right now I feel like any song off of that uh EP is like something that I wish that I would have wrote um I know like if you fall fall in love is like the cutest song ever and oh so epic is like so intense I want to say it had like it's like pop punk mixed with like brief. It was like brief Carolina time. So it was oh, really okay. hard, but also like soft and cute, but a little techno and like a little yeah. like, you know, it had like all those things. Okay, I'm going to have to check this out. Like once we're done here, because I'm intrigued now. <laughs> I'm like the sole supporter of their music right now. I hope that they have other. I know they have other fans. I need to find them because I need time to talk to people about this, but I don't think that they have really any I think yeah they have like 600 monthly listeners so I don't know where they went I tried to like Wikipedia them and they were just they're just normal people now and I just want to write with them (laughs) did you find them like back in the day like back in like the 2000 okay cool do you know are they still making stuff or no are they just kind of they just popped off ah I forget (laughs) It, it was like someone's brother I'm like, no one's ever going to, like, I doubt, like, any of the band members are going to, like, ever see this. But I'm, like, getting nervous that I'm, like, accidentally slandering their band online. No, Power <laughs> Six Boys from Tampa, Florida. I know, like, one of them was the brother of somebody in a bigger band. I don't huh. know. They they just, man, there's, oh, I'll do oh some and Rape You Amazed Me, like, 
It's so good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, please incredible. listen to it. Let me know what you think. I, I love that. I literally will. I, I love finding new artists. Obviously, I'm I made a podcast about that. But um, I love finding like small little like hole in the wall, like artists that like were big or not even big, but just back in the day and just love. Right. Them. That's awesome. I think they were big then. But I, for some reason, they've like deleted their digital footprint and now I am sad. So I don't really that know. Is so, that's so sad. All right. Let's let's try and hound them to come back. I will do it. I will help you. <laughs> open them. Open them. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I love that so much. Okay, let's see. Okay, we're going to play a game. Okay. And it's going to be this or that pop punk icon edition. So I'm going to ask you three sets of questions of which band you prefer. And I wrote this without you answering one of your questions you said earlier. And I'm laughing now that I wrote it. But here we go. So the very first question I'm going to ask you, um, would you pick Mayday Parade or simple plan mayday parade i mean I know. sorry i love simple plan and I, I mean i see them all the time in la they always pop up and do shows but yeah mayday parade just has my heart i have you know i got tattoos for them like it's just uh, no doubt I love that. all right which which songs did you get tattooed for mayday parade well i have a key that like oh yeah i'm there like it, it is old okay it, it is i mean i love it so much but i got this like 10 years <laughs> ago so uh, it has multiple meanings, but when they had they had just put out their uh, what is it like monsters in the closet? Um, yeah, with, like, they had all the key merch, mm-hmm. and I was like getting all of that, and uh, I love that I just got, like, key for them there. But I want to get I want to get more maybe like a lesson in romantics uh, tattoo. Oh I my god, that one, but I like, love wow. a lesson in romantics. Like I'm I'm fairly young still, like considering being a fan of them. Like I, I started listening to them, I think, in like 2016, which sounds really ridiculous. But like A Lesson in Romantics is definitely my favorite album of theirs, like hands down. I fucking love that shit. It's so good. Like <laughs> so, so good. I, I think they know it too. It's like I love all their music, but like they that they made an iconic they did like, in like one album. The first time I saw them was for like the 10 year anniversary of that album. And I was like crying because I was like, oh, my God, I have to see all this live. And all these other like people were like, oh, this is so nostalgic. And I'm like, I just got into yeah. this. I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> that's, like, that's so, so funny. That you share that moment with people. It's like, I know. It doesn't matter when you discover them. It's the fact that like you're there enjoying it, too. I love that. That's how music should be. There's no gatekeeping. Literally. Like, if I hear Jamie all over, like, anywhere, I will immediately just start screaming. Like, it's like, me and my sister love that song. Like, (laughs) it's incredible. Yeah, so I I laughed when you said Mayday Parade earlier, because I literally looked at my list and I was like, I literally wrote Mayday Parade as the first fucking artist on this game. (laughs) That's okay. Good. (laughs) Uh, I love that. I love that. All right. Second question for you. Paramore or Avril Lavigne? Ah. that I mean, I, I feel like it has to be maybe Paramore as a whole. I do think I actually listened to Avril Lavigne more growing up just because like when I was like a child, she was just so iconic and, and playing yeah. everywhere. And we were just all singing her like as like kids in school and stuff. But yeah. Paramore, like I went to. I don't know. I, I I don't know like as many Paramore songs. I don't. I think as Avril Lavigne songs, but Paramore as a whole, just like the movement and what they've done for the pop punk scene, and like I guess like a woman fronted band, and I don't know. They're yeah. just there's a lot of like 
yeah, I, I'm not going to keep making a case because they're both great. So <laughs> I know, I know. I ask everyone this question and I put it on like my Instagram story a few weeks ago and Paramore like totally killed Avril. And I was like, interesting, because like, I think I, I like Avril more just because I like resonated with her more as like a kid and stuff like you were saying. And I definitely yeah. know more Avril songs than Paramore songs, but like they're both so iconic in their own like individual ways. So like I totally understand the struggle, but. Yeah, yes. I admire your answer. I admire Thank that. <laughs> All right. Last one. Green Day or Fallout Boy? Fallout Boy. Um, <laughs> I was more of a Fallout Boy fan growing up. I love some Green Day songs. I don't know a ton of them, but I do enjoy them when I hear them. Um, but like Fallout Boy, I had every album. So yeah. Oh my god, it. yes, yes. I love them so much too. I I definitely grew up more on Green Day. That was like my thing. And then Fall Out Boy came into the mix more when I was in like middle school, high school. But like, yeah, no, I love them both so much too. That's it's a hard decision to make. <laughs> nice, awesome. All right. That was this or that. So we're gonna move on to the rest of the interview then. Yay. So Next question for you. Um, what do you consider to be the coolest thing that's happened in your career thus far? Oh, my goodness. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like some of the coolest things are, like, are, are like still happening. I mean, there are. There's always going to be, like, there's always going to, well, I'm always going to try to top the last thing, you know. But, yeah, um, there's, like, two things that I would probably put on this list. The first one is just some of the people that, follow me on on social media i know it's just a follow <laughs> i don't even know they could have unfollowed me but at one point it's like they validated my existence by saying hey yeah i heard i if i haven't heard your music i at least know what you look like and i know that you're doing music and it's like cool you inspired that so thanks yeah. um that has oh. been just like freaking awesome i i think i yeah i think at this point i probably have more like online pop punk icon in my mind mutuals than I do fans but that's okay because uh, <laughs> it means so much to me and I, no, I really that's really so like fun. That. yeah so that's, that's so fun one. no everyone loves like having their idols follow them though and it's like it, it is just that little bit of like validation that you're doing something right you know like that's yeah. awesome I congratulations yes. I love that for you thank you thank <laughs> you so much the other thing is just like being able to play like packed places at this like start of my career and that's just because of emo nights and you know getting accepted or invited to come on stage and in front of those like really big uh you know opportunities and, and that has been incredible that's like almost a tease because it's like oh uh, I could do that all the time if I really wanted to like no oh, way it's <laughs> so fun have you played was it like emoville <laughs> emoville emo night in Nashville is what I was trying to say <laughs> I'm about but, to like I'm about to take out and run with it no I'm just kidding emoville, emoville. that's a great name for a festival <laughs> that is oh my god I accidentally created something great let's make it happen <laughs> But um, uh, yeah, I played I played Emo Night Brooklyn in Jersey, Emo Night Nashville, um, and then I played a sad and bougie show in Las Vegas. Um, so on my little bucket list that I do actually have, which I don't write anything down, so I'm surprised I have one, is uh, the Emo Night N-I-T-E, and that yeah. hopefully might be happening soon. So Ooh. who knows? But yeah, just trying to... I would love to do more of those. I mean, they've all been such incredible opportunities. So yeah, that's yeah, so that's awesome. And I, I wish I had more of those like live emo night things here because I like in Minneapolis, we only ever get like the emo night Brooklyn, the emo night um, 
LA and they're just like DJ sets at least they are here so I I really wish that we had more of a scene of people just like performing covers and stuff because I would love to go out to that and find more people because that's like most of the people I've interviewed are people who have been to like some emo night and performed and I'm like I would love to do that that would be so fun to go go I'm surprised they have well I wonder if it's harder to get people over there or like I don't know anything about like the alternative scene where you are but I'm yeah because most of those have like a live performance aspect of it um but then again you know like the one here in LA is like absolutely iconic there's a, a room that has like four up-and-coming bands and then there's another room that has like crazy dj sets but there's like a ton of like major celebrities that just pop on the stage and whip out an instrument it sounds incredible so crazy what the heck i want to do that (laughs) really really cool and then emo night nashville is like a live emo band with artists like myself coming up on stage performing with the band but doing a cover of a song that like everyone would already know so there's there's different ways so fun though it gives you like that like rock star kind of vibe like because you get to sing something that people can sing with you and that is just kind of special you know like that's so fun I yeah, love definitely. that. That's good energy. But yeah, we we have like a ton of different like emo events here, but none of it's like live performances. Like we have like the emo night mm-hmm. like DJ sets and we have like emo drag brunches. Those are kind mm-hmm. of fun. And there's like That's emo cool. like drag nights at like the gay 90s and stuff like that. Like it's super fun, but like that sounds yeah. so fun. Right? I know. It it's so much fun. But um yeah, like the emo drag queens my shit i love that stuff I've never, yeah. I, i've never gone <laughs> to anything like that that sounds i love going to drag too i just absolutely yeah, love watching it it's so, that so fun right my alley. <laughs> yeah no come out to minneapolis it'd be so fun <laughs> i'll take you to an emo drag brunch that'd be so fun <laughs> i love that okay next question for you are you gonna be releasing any new music anytime soon well, I have my EP that comes out on Friday. So yes, yes, yes. Music. <laughs> um, yes. Really excited for that. It has uh, it has two never before heard tracks on it. One of them being like a power ballad that's smack in the middle. And then the last title track of the EP, Happy Never Ending, featuring Kellen Quinn. So yes, I'm really excited, I'm so for, excited that for that. Oh, yeah. that'll be so good. It's it's I'm already so gotten excited. a really cool response online and I, I've been promoting it, but I'm not doing anything crazy, you know, like I said before, yeah. but it's been it's been really awesome so far. So I'm just excited for it to hit the digital shelves and see how people take it and just go from there. There is a bunch of new songs in the works, though. I have them written again. I don't really write things down, but surprisingly, I have <laughs> everything that I'm working on written down right on my right over here. So there's definitely new songs in the works and I'm ready to keep pumping out stuff because I know that's what I got to do and I'm excited uh, to do it. Yes, I'm so excited. I did know you were having an EP coming out soon. I just wanted you to announce it to everyone because that's just so exciting. <laughs> like, I love that so much. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to it. It's coming up so soon. So congratulations it on be everything. Like tomorrow by tomorrow. Well, no, I guess today's Tuesday. And then yeah. Thursday night, I, I get it at nine o'clock. So I get it early. Get it nine o'clock. I get it at 11. So yeah. But at least it's Are you than midnight, central? I guess. What time? I'm central. central. Yeah. Oh, 
I know I got to get better with these time zones. <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad at it too. Like I literally look up like at least twice a week. I'm like, what's Pacific time to central time? Cause everyone releases things at different times. And I, I always forget. And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm so bad at it too. And then like, I'm like coordinating um, like interviews with people from the UK too. And I'm like, Oh God, Ooh. that's like a six hour difference. And I have to like figure Ooh, that out. Yes. And, that's but, like, nuts. It is nuts. And I, yeah time zones are hard <laughs> you get used to them after a while but they still kind of trip you up every now and then yeah exactly then with like daylight savings and stuff and then it's different and i'm like oh my god like i don't know <laughs> and apparently i just, i don't know i'm waiting called. for it to end i've been hearing that for like two years it seems and it hasn't it's ended like yet so. next year but is it okay that's okay. what i when you look it up but i don't know. Hmm. we'll see we'll see if it happens all right but I'm so excited, regardless of time zones, yeah. for your EP. It'll be so, so <laughs> <Thank> good. <laughs> okay, I've got one last question for you, Leah, before we wrap this up. So this one's kind of deep. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self if you could go back in time, whether it's music or not music related? Ooh, I think... Okay, it, it has to do with music, but it's mostly like just personality and existence related. Just not really caring what people think. I know at like, I know it was just a teenage thing and like a younger thing at the time. And I know everyone is going to go through it. And well, hopefully not everybody, but it's just like a normal way of growing up. But just to like not care, not be bothered by the comments that people are making about you um, yeah. because it's like, on like one half of things i i used to get bullied for like doing things that i do now and like dressing the way i dress now and i know i'm i'm in la it's cooler where it's 2023 like i just look like every other like i don't know <laughs> alternative or whatever you know artist that is just colorful and you know out there whatever but i think yeah. being younger like that was such a scary thing to do and it stopped me from being myself and I don't know. I just like I just dressed very not me. I I, I tried to dress like the things I like, but then I got bullied for it. And so it's like exactly. I, I just, <laughs> you I've always been like the person to do my own thing. But I think I would I would really tame it when I was in certain states or places or around, whether it's like family or in college, um, just because I knew that there were comments being said no matter what. So just like not caring because I don't care now and it's like people still talk but the other hand like most people think I'm cool and I think exactly. I'm cool and so it's like why couldn't <laughs> I have just lived happily like that years ago but it was I know I was afraid oh I feel you so much on that like I I've learned that so much too as I've gotten older because like I was so scared to like dye my hair like just go for it and just do like the bright colors the bold colors and even like bold makeup looks and like now I'm like whatever I am who I am and people don't like it that's on them you know so yeah I've even gotten yeah. like tattoos removed because I felt insecure about oh, having them no. and it's like why because like now I have so many and I I just want to get more now but I still have that like honestly trauma from how I felt and maybe a lot of it was in my head I think a lot of it had to do with that it's like oh well I don't look like this person or dress like this person so like something must be wrong with me whatever but yeah, I, I've learned my no. lesson, though, and bring it back to advice. It's just like, try not to let that consume you because it's going to be a difficult time to get through the other side, you know, if, 
if you go yeah, through exactly. that. But to be mindful about it, because I don't think I had anyone really to look up to or like tell me that like this was cool and okay and it was going to turn out like this now. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you are so cool, though. Like people, hey. at least me, I look at your your social uh, media. I'm like, she's such a cool person. She's yay. so cool. She's living her life. She's doing what she wants. She's got the iconic hair. Like you, you have won. Let me just tell oh, you, you are, you are so doing nice. good things. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate awesome. that. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I think I've worked so hard to like, you know, believe that too. So it means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just so glad that you're here and, you know, you are someone that now people can look up to you know people who were in oh, your shoes yeah. who are in your shoes like where you were back then you know and people can look at you and say wow she's authentic she is making music that I love and I want to be like her I definitely could see see people uh, looking up to you like that so that's all I want <laughs> I want to inspire yes <laughs> I yeah I want to be the one to inspire now yeah that's you so are awesome. you oh, are I you. promise you <laughs> Awesome. All right, Leah. Well, this has been so, so fun. And I'm so glad we were finally able to get Yay. you on the podcast. And you are just so full of light and so full oh, of fun. And I'm just you. so glad to get to share your music with everyone. So oh. thank you so much for taking time out of your day to stop by and talk to us about your music, about yourself, about all of that good stuff. So anything thank else you that so you want to say before we wrap this up? Anything you want listeners to know about you? Anything? uh i just to am out my tunes if you feel like it if you don't that's okay too whatever you feel like and honestly thank you for having me on this on this podcast and getting to chat with you and you know yeah. bring me to your audience i'm so excited so thank i know you. i'm so excited i've got so many people that i know are just gonna absolutely love you so i can't oh, wait for them so to see sweet. you <laughs> thank you all right well, everyone, this has been Leah. Everyone say goodbye to her. Thanks so much for stopping by. <laughs> Bye. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that was Leah, spelled L-E-A. So you can find her on Spotify. She's got the wonderful blue and green hair in the front, and she is just so cool and so iconic. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview as much as I did. She was such a treat to have on, and we just had such a great conversation and a great connection. So I hope you guys go and stream her brand new EP, Happy Never Ending. It came out when we recorded this interview a couple weeks ago, so it is more than available on all streaming platforms now. Make sure you check it out. You can follow Leah on social media at LOL, it's Leah. Make sure you check out her incredible content, and I will also have her socials linked on my website. All right, everyone, to keep up with the theme of International Women's Day, I am going to share with you some of the incredible women musicians who have been on repeat on my Spotify for the last few weeks and some of the songs that have just been my absolute favorites. Number one, we've got Lolo. She is someone that I've been talking about on the podcast literally since the beginning. She is so kind, so sweet, so talented. And a couple of her songs that I absolutely love are You Turn Me On But You Give Me a Depression, Junkie, and Debbie Downer. So those are my top three Lolo songs. Make sure you check them out. She is an incredible woman in the scene. Number two, we've got Tilly. I have grown to love Tilly so much over the last few weeks. Her number one song that I've been playing is called 
The Me You Know, which is basically about someone changing for the better and becoming a better version of themselves. And sometimes the people around them don't understand that. And they're like, why aren't you yourself? And you just say, well, you know, maybe the me you know is changing and it's not a bad thing. So it's basically a song about self-growth and self-love. And I'm just so in love with that idea. Another incredible song from Tilly is Reality Bites. And then finally, Flip a Switch. You can check out all of those on any streaming platform. Number three, we've got Scene Queen. She is literally the most badass woman in the scene right now. She is making moves to make the scene safer and make it a more welcoming place to be. She is a force to be reckoned with and her lyrics say it all. Some of my favorites from her include Pink Hotel, Pink G-String, and Pink Panther. Number four, we've got Red Hook with their lead Emmy Mack. This band has a really cool and unique sound. It's like a dark kind of electronic-y kind of pop punk sound, and they are just so cool. One of my favorites from them, and honestly one of my favorite songs ever, is called Deadwalk. This one is just so unique and so fun, and I highly recommend you listen to that. Another popular from them is Bad Decisions and, of course, Sentimental Surgery. Number five, Taylor Acorn. So I have talked about Taylor a lot on the podcast. I absolutely adore her so much, and she is an incredible live performer. One of my favorites from her is Psycho. This one definitely blew up on TikTok, and it is a wonderful, beautiful, just angry hypothetical song for anyone who just wants to let out rage about maybe an ex that they had, a past relationship or a situation, something like that. It is an incredible song to just release that anger. A couple other of my favorites from her are Wishing You Hell and Shapeshifting. Number six, Meet Me at the Altar. Now, this powerhouse girl group is making their way in the charts in the industry and they are so talented and so iconic. They have a song called Say It To My Face, and that one is 100% my favorite one. It is just 100% pure feminism, pure rage, pure energy, and I love it so much. Other ones by Meet Me At The Altar that I love include Hit Like A Girl and Tyranny. Lastly, number seven, Delilah Bond. Now, I think that she is a very important musician to bring up on International Women's Day because her entire thing is supporting women, calling out sexual assault, calling out abuse, and just trying to bring some comfort to people who have felt that kind of tragedy in their lives. My favorite track from her is I Wish a Bitch Would, which especially calls out essay victims and helps them kind of go through the trauma and just how messed up of a world that we live in. Now, a lot of her music has the same kind of vibe, same kind of theme to it. So my other ones that I would recommend you listen to from her include Chop Dicks and War on Women. There you have it, pop punk enthusiasts, on this International Women's Day. There are seven incredibly talented, beautiful, wonderful, empowering women in music that you can go ahead and listen to right now. Each and every one of them has songs out that are making a difference in this world, and just them sharing their talent with us is making change. 
by streaming their music and listening to the podcast, you are supporting women more than you know. Spread their name, tag them on social media, comment on their posts. I guarantee you it is doing so much more than you even realize. Once again, please make sure that you share this episode with a woman in your life. I know that they will love it and they will appreciate you so much for it. Make sure you follow Pop Punk Promo on social media at Pop Punk Promo. You can look at our website, poppunkpromo.com, for everything involving the podcast and any ways that you can help women in the scene. With that, this is where I'm going to leave you this week, Pop Punk Enthusiasts. Thank you so much once again for constantly supporting me and listening in every single week. You guys are seriously the best fans ever, and I am so incredibly lucky and grateful to be doing this every single week. If you're interested in supporting the podcast further, make sure you check out my Patreon page where you can get access to exclusive content and featured artist sneak peeks. Remember, my merch store will be opening up this Friday. I am so excited to share this with you guys. Make sure you stay updated on my social media to find out more details about all of that. Thank you again for your undying support. You guys are seriously the best people in the world. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Pop Punk Promo. Happy International Women's Day. I hope you find all of your gal pals to celebrate this day with. Have a great rest of your week and we'll catch you again in the next episode. See you later.